Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones and this is episode 141 of the Photography Side Hustle podcast. This week's episode is starting the perfect photography business. Now, I don't mean perfect in every way for everybody. I mean perfect for you. It doesn't matter if you haven't started your business yet and you're just thinking about it or you've been in business a few years. You need to answer the same questions to put your business on the right track. So you're wondering either how to set up your business or correct something that isn't working for you. So what is your perfect photography business? To find out, you need to answer these questions. The first one is, how many hours can you work a week? It's very important to be honest with yourself. Don't overcommit. You don't want to neglect your family, and it's important to keep some kind of balance in your life. Trust me, I've got so much experience in doing this the wrong way. So let's say you can work 10 hours a week on your side hustle. That doesn't mean you can go out and shoot for 10 hours. When you think about working on your business, you need to include the driving to and from a location, the editing, uploading to a gallery, communicating with your customers and marketing. If you do a one hour portrait session, you might spend 20 minutes writing emails back and forth with the customer or calling them. Add 20 minutes of driving to the session location and another 20 minutes driving home. Then you have a one hour photo session and one hour of editing time. That adds up to three hours of your precious time spent on a one hour photo shoot. Now, if the session was only 30 minutes, you could do the editing faster, but the total time spent would be two hours. You still have to communicate with the customer and you still have to drive to and from the location. So if you have 10 hours available for your business, don't book four one-hour sessions in a week because if they're all 20 minutes away, it's going to take you 12 hours of work total. Book three one-hour sessions instead and move the fourth one to the next week just to keep your sanity. The times I've just mentioned are different for every shoot you do. Work out how much time you're going to need to dedicate to each booking that you get. If you find that you're doing your maximum hours a week and not making enough money, don't go over the available hours. Time isn't your problem here. Pricing is. So put your prices up if you find yourself in that position, which you should be doing on a gradual basis anyway, but we won't get into that on this episode. Okay, next question is, which days of the week can you work? If you're married with kids and the kids play a sport, is it okay to rely on your partner to take them while you're doing a session? Does your full-time job require you to work at weekend? If it does, that could complicate things if you really wanted to shoot weddings. So figure out what days you have available and stick to them. Next question, how much money do you need to make? Is there an amount of money that you need to make? Maybe you want to earn enough money to pay your rent or your mortgage or pay a car loan or take a family vacation. My initial aim was to buy more equipment. I wanted my photography business to pay for the equipment so that I could shoot any type of session. If you have a figure in mind, match it to the number of hours you can work and find out how much you need to make per session. So let's say you can work nine hours a week or three one-hour sessions and you would like to earn $1,500 a month to cover whatever it is that you're doing this for. So you would do 12 one-hour sessions a month, right? That's three a week. And to find out how much you need to make per session, 
just divide $1,500 by 12, the 12 shoots, and you end up with $125 per session, which is extremely low. In this case, you could easily make $1,500 in less than a month. Charging $125 for a one-hour portrait session is okay for your first couple of paying customers, or even if you were doing a 20-minute mini session, but not once you get going. You're going to be charging a lot more than that. When I started out, my aim was just to be busy. I just got myself as many bookings as I could and thought that the money would just start rolling in. And I got so busy, I was doing more hours in my part-time side hustle and making half the money that I did in my 40-hour-a-week full-time job. The end result was burnout, and I took a step back from photography while I tried to work it out. If I had decided how much money I wanted to make, I could have priced my work accordingly and taken the stress out of everything. Next question, or fourth question, the last question, which genre of photography do you want to shoot? The important thing here is to be happy. If you are constantly shooting things you don't enjoy, resentment is going to creep in. Now, I shot weddings for a few years and the money was great. I enjoyed the money. The stress of capturing everything during the day didn't bother me at all. I could deal with it. It was just, just I, I enjoyed that part of it. It was the interactions with the brides and their mothers that I absolutely hated sometimes. Some like majority were nice people, but some of them, oh, the worst bride told me that she didn't want any photos of her sister-in-law, which was pretty awkward because she was one of the bridesmaids. So how do you do, <laughs> how do you do a wedding and not take pictures of all the bridesmaids? So what I did, I just took as many pictures of that bridesmaid as I could. She never got back to me about it. She never said anything. But I'm sure her new husband was very pleased that his sister had lots of pictures there. An awful lot of pictures. <laughs> so my daughter is starting out with her business. I've mentioned it in the last couple of episodes. And I usually say, choose one or two genres and go for it. But if you can't decide, give everything a try. Just go for it. Try everything. There's nothing wrong with it. Kenzie just did a shoot for an artist. Now, she had no plan to do this. Now, he's going to use the images of his work on his website. So if you get an opportunity to do something totally different, go for it. Like she enjoyed doing that kind of work. It was really neat. They look fantastic. A lot of people get into photography to take pictures of their own children. Before they know it, friends are asking them to take photos of their kids and a business is started. And then you get asked to do a headshot, some product photos, or a wedding. Give them all a try and see if you enjoy doing it. If you had fun doing it, do more. But if there's one small thing that you don't like about it, it's only going to worsen over time. So avoid it. If it's just something just is in the back of your mind that you don't like, don't do it. Move on. My happy places are shooting sports, dogs, and macro. You need to find out what makes you happy. If you can, you'll always love what you do. And if you don't, it's not a good thing. It'll just put you off photography. Answering these four questions is going to give you four rules to control your business. If you stick to these rules, you will rarely get upset or stressed with your side hustle. There's obviously going to be things that tick you off, but stick to the rules, set out your stall and go for it. The business will fit in with your day-to-day -day life and reduce the risk of any burnout. 
And trust me, it is not nice. You really start to hate your camera. <laughs> and they are things of beauty, so, you know. At any point, if you find yourself stressed out, make adjustments to the answers to the questions because something's not right there. Your daily life doesn't stay the same month to month. Kids grow older and your personal needs change. So change your business rules to match. Even if your intention is to keep growing from side hustle to full-time business, these rules are still going to help you control it. If you can think of any other rules that apply to you and your life, use them. The more control you have in place, the happier you will be because your business needs to be perfect for you, not for anyone else, just you. Okay, that is my take on running a perfect business for you. I just want, before I go, I just want to mention a photographer from California I've been following on YouTube for a few months. His name is Nick Carver and he shoots a mixture of landscape, architecture and street photography. And he shoots large and medium format cameras and they are all with film. Don't be put off for the fact that he's shooting film. You can still do a lot of what he's doing with your digital camera. He just does it for the love of it. The images are incredible. It's just beautiful. Like I'd love to have one on my wall, but I don't think I can afford to buy one. Anyway, so check him out. Nick Carver is on YouTube. There'll be a link in the show notes and over at photographysidehustle.com forward slash 141. That's the number, 141. Right, that's it for another episode. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.